So what else you got shaking, Carl? Nothing. I live in Liberty City now. I'm clean. Legit. Nah, you ain't never been clean, Carl. Well, what do we got here? This is a weapon, Officer Pulaski, that was used to gun down a police officer not ten minutes ago. Officer Pendleberry. A fine man, I might add. You work fast, nigga. You know I just got off the plane. Well, that's a good thing we found you and retrieved the murder weapon. That ain't my gun. Don't bullshit me, Carl. Yeah, don't bullshit him, Carl. What the fuck you want from me this time? When we want you, we'll find you. In the meantime, try not to gun down any more officers of the law. <laughs> Y'all can't leave me here? This ballers country. I thought you said you was innocent, Carl. Shoot on bang. This is car 58. See you around like a donut, what? Carl. <laughs> Officer Pendlebury's down. We'll be right over here now. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Episode 71 of the Video Game Podcast, PlayStation Pals. Before we get started, I wanted to mention that we have a bonus episode in the feed for you to check out. If you have played, completed, and want to hear more about Spider-Man 2, well, we got a bonus episode for you. So that is in the feed now. It was released last week. So if you want to hear it, we recommend you checking it out. But other than that, this is a normal video game podcast show. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Diddy Kong to my Donkey Kong, John. Now, John, we had a big anniversary over the weekend. PlayStation 5 turned... Turned, 10, turned what? Didn't it turn 10? Oh, PlayStation 5. Play, I'm sorry, PlayStation 4 turned 10. I thought that's where you were. Oh. Sorry for no. jumping the gun. No, PlayStation 5. Okay. We only talk about current consoles here, right? I'm just talking turned about Turned three years old. Its birthday was November 12th. That is also the third anniversary of Astro's Playroom and Spider-Man Miles Morales. I don't know if you had any thoughts about this console we love so much. Yeah, Astro's Playroom is so good if you haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't say it with a straight face. Uh, that's what everybody loves to say about that game. You know, make sure you don't miss it. No, um, uh, three years in, you know, it, it seems really quick. Um, yeah. You know, I feels like it was just yesterday we were talking about all the, the new cool things it's going to be doing, but... I think what I would just say is that it feels good that we're finally getting into a good swing of things with next-gen stuff, right? Yes. Uh, no, pardon the pun, you know, but Spider-Man uh, was kind of one of those moments where the, the quick loading especially really showed me that, like, oh, fuck, like, this is this is what it means uh, to be playing on this machine, and, you know, um, we're getting bangers still from Sony First Party, and I really personally probably couldn't be happier with it. It's pretty, yeah. pretty great. Yes, I mean, the, the platform and video games as a whole had a great year. And again, as you mentioned, that the more current-gen titles will be released now. You know, Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2 were amazing because of that. So. Yeah, the crossover period was... I understand why it was so long, COVID and all that good stuff, but it, it's yeah. just... It's nice to be getting out of that. I can't I can't believe still that Ragnarok didn't make that cut and that that was right. cross, <laughs> but what are you going to do? Well, maybe it's half-sequel will be PS5 only. Or yeah, we'll I mean, find it, out. It better. But, <laughs> but maybe not. So we really do need to get into the show because there is a lot of news. Last week was insane with news after the show got published last week. So 
Uh, we got to get into it. So this is how the show works. John and I both bring up the six things to talk about. It can be a news item, a video game we're playing, an email, the PlayStation Pals Pod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PS Pals Pod, or a comment on our YouTube channel at PlayStation Pals. Any of those things, we want to talk about it and we want to bring it. And, the, and we have five things for you today. So buckle up. All right. The first thing we're going to talk about is... We got some Grand Theft Auto 6 news. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so, on November 7th, Jason Schreier of Bloomberg News broke that Rockstar plans to announce Grand Theft Auto 6 as early as this week with a trailer debuting in December. Not less than 12 hours that he said that Rockstar confirmed it the same sentiment. They tweeted out, we are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Thank you, <coughs> Sam Hauser. John, yep. we're a month away from seeing arguably the biggest video game of all time. Uh, I mean, the, the follow-up <laughs> to... I mean, yeah, Minecraft has sold the most, but I would, right. I would argue that... Grand Theft Auto Five is probably the biggest video game of all time. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, until they announced Minecraft Two, this is probably the most hyped sequel to any video game yeah. on the planet. I've Bar never, I've never felt uh, the hype, and I'm not even personally hyped for it like I have <laughs> with with this game. You know, whether it's people at work, um, you know, my friends that I talk to, I don't even really consider video game people, um, or whatever the case. You know, there is a definite. Um, something in the air with people just looking for any information. What What's this game going to look like? Where's the locations? Who are the characters? And we know a little bit of that stuff, right? That there's dual characters. Like, that's been confirmed. One of them being... Well, a, the leaks had sure, two characters. Sure, sure. I, I believe those at the, at this point. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, that, that When that trailer drops, whether it's on the Game Awards or not, I personally don't think it will be, but it's possible. I think the internet shuts down for a bit. It's, yeah. it's going to break. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see what Rockstar's rollout is going to be with this game. Like, do you go into all the systems, or do you just kind of be like, yeah, no. it's, it's fucking Grand Theft Auto Six, just go? And because the, you know they could release this game tomorrow, and it's going to sell a billion copies. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I know there's lots of people out there excited for it. I'm honestly curious what you, what your you know your take on it is more than mine. Yeah. So December is big for two reasons. One, did Jeff Keighley do it? Did he secure the white whale of video game announcements for the Game Awards, which we'll get into later? Or is it because Rockstar Games is celebrating its 25th anniversary? You know, they were founded in December of 1988, so that is also they could also do their own event. It's Grand Theft Auto 6. It can do whatever the fuck it wants, mm -hmm. but... If I was Jeff Keighley, I'm hoping that whatever happens, the announcement is after December 7th because December 7th, if, if Grand Theft Auto 6 isn't announced, hmm. there will be so many people watching yeah, it, this. It, at that so point, many. it doesn't matter if it's there or not. <laughs> yeah, like, there's exactly. going to be people there either expecting it. People, It's, it's going to be fever pitch of just forums and comment threads all over the place of is it going to be there or not and tune yep. in to find out. Um, so, yeah, for his sake, I definitely uh, would agree with you that post game awards is crucial for him if it's not there yeah and and then to your point is the what to expect is like i is this going to be a current gen only game i assume it is yeah um i think i if you if you're going to push the boundaries like they've kind of said and right the the jump between grand theft auto yeah. 5 and red dead 2 wasn't as big as this jump's going to be from red dead 2 right. to like, do you know how good Red Dead 2 looks like? <laughs> exactly. It, it has to be, I would think, next gen to, you know, and with the, the size of the maps and you need quick loading, you need all yeah. that stuff. So, 
So, and then how far, yeah, how much are they willing to show? You know, they, they've been famous for doing very just, you know, very simple trailers, showing off environments, showing off the world, not really touching the story at all. You might get a character voiceover. Will, will they show more than that? Or, or, and will they touch on the release date at all? Will they just say 2024, which is what I'm assuming is going to happen? Um, yeah. I don't think they'll have the, the unless, especially if it's the second half of next year, which I assume uh, that they'll just say 2024. But, you know, getting that first glimpse of just anything of this game is, is going to be something crazy. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to predict and talk about because, like you said, they they get to operate on their own set of rules. They don't have to follow traditional rules, um, you know, typical uh, PR, lead-in times, things like that. They yeah. can they can do what they want. And so uh, I think they I, I do think they'll keep it light. I agree with the year statement. They'll just come out, put a year on it, because what benefit does it give to them if they put a date? Like, they don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that when we do find the date, it'll probably be like two months from release or maybe three, something like that. But... Uh, it's exciting, man. I mean, yep. uh, this this Grand Theft Auto V has sold, uh, a, I think they just passed 200 million something. Or so, no, Minecraft just passed 300 million. I think Grand Theft Auto V is at like 180, which is just, you know, I, I, I would imagine people listening to the show kind of understand how big that number is. But just to put it like Mario Kart 8, right? The, the biggest game on Switch, right? Nintendo Switch, one of the biggest consoles ever, dominates every child's living room. That game's at somewhere around like 60 million. Yep. So, like, it's bananas. And if you yep. look at a chart of Grand Theft Auto V, it doesn't dip. It's just a straight line up, like, ever <laughs> since it was released. So, uh, this game is going to be absolutely massive. I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, you know, if there are games that have release dates around when this is going to drop, those games will move. Mm. Uh, there's just no reason to release your game around when this game's going to do it. Um, sure. It's yeah. the only thing that's going to, you know, outsell Call of Duty and stuff, and I think it'll do it easily. So, yeah. Yeah. It, again, yeah, we'll definitely talk about it here uh, when it when it finally releases. But, yeah, to know, to know that it's coming, you know, I saw some discourse on the Internet that people were mad at Jason Trier for spoiling the reveal. But, but, you know, every other video on the internet is talking about Grand Theft Auto leaks. I mean, we went through a whole month where every day a Grand Theft Auto trailer was supposed to come out. So, Hey, Nick, what's Jason Schreier's job? <laughs> he's a journalist. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's not oh. a marketer. He's not okay. here to market their game. So, sure. uh, yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to do. So, um, well, um, Do you think that this game will hold up uh, on a narrative and writing level that the previous ones have do you i mean i know it's it's before we even see anything about it but for those who don't know without dan hauser there it's a it's a big change so uh, yes i i think so i think people need to brace though that it's been 10 years since grand theft auto 5 mm-hmm. the world has changed what's funny then is not funny now and so i don't i think you know hopefully be like what south park does is like mm-hmm. they tread that fine line yep. of like you know, they're making kind of, fun of everything, you know, um, and they've kind of been grandfathered in. But like at the same time, you can't push it quite as far. Right. So, yeah, I um, yeah, I think that's a fair. Yeah. Take. So I, I, I would set your expectations there. But I, I do think like, again, this is a, a games whose budget is infinite. The best people are working on this. Yeah. The more it's probably the biggest amount of developers are working on this. Like, it'll, it'll just be great for all those facts. And it, You put a thousand people together, you're going to get some good ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ground is laid. Like, the Grand Theft Auto formula works. You know, it's it's incredibly successful. You just iterate on it, and it's going to be great. So I think, I think that'll all come together. But I don't think, like, 
though it'll be out there anyway like how woke gta 6 is but i think it's just oh, people sure. people just not again contemplating that it's it's been 10 years like yeah. we have changed as a people and what's funny as a people is different now but mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. I I am curious. A lot of questions, right? Does it have online mode, or how, what does Grand Theft Auto Online do? Lots of lots of questions yeah. to be answered. But like I said, within a month, because we'll probably get this, we'll get the trailer, maybe even like a little blog post, like that starts to detail things out. So right. we'll see. Yeah, but if you thought that was the craziest news of the week last week, <laughs> this one is even crazier. But yeah. So, so go for it, John. Yeah. So um, <laughs> there's kind of this white whale in I feel like the video game world uh, in terms of translating it to a TV or movie property, uh, and by God, they're gonna try. So off the heels <laughs> of the multi-billion-dollar footsteps of Mario, um, Nintendo's making the next logical leap with an IP to try and translate to the big screen, and that is, of course, the Legend of Zelda. And it's gonna um, be animated, right? Yeah, you one 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 might think, but no, Nick, no, 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 they're they're going for it. They're trying to do, you know, it's the latest hotness, right? We're seeing lots of live action remakes from uh, different animated properties, whether it's you know on the anime front with Avatar or One Piece, things like that. Um, but they're gonna give it a shot with live action, and so. Um, yeah, we don't have a lot of information at this point. It was kind of just a general like confirmation that it is happening. Um, it's supposed to be directed by Wes Ball, who is from the Maze Runner trilogy, which I've never seen. Uh, but they're kind of, I think, your middling action action type of movies. Uh, but he's also doing the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes movie. Um, so yeah, lots of questions. You know, we're finally gonna get. Uh, some lines from probably the most famous silent protagonist of all time with Link. You have to. You have to. But um, first question for you, Nick. I got a couple questions. Okay. Oh what's boy. the What's the story? What are they going to do with the story? Because you know this is a fa a famous franchise where there is multiple timelines. Child Link, Adult Link. What do you think they're going to do? So again, uh, my knowledge is up through Twilight Princess. Mm -hmm. I that is where my my Zelda knowledge ends. Um, you know, it's got to be set in Hyrule. Yes. And I think, I think if they do this correctly, you know, the hero of time story from Ocarina of Time is the, seems to be the most logical to me mm -hmm. and, and could make such a, such a cool movie, you know, I got just done watching Loki season two, which has a lot to do with time. Edge of Tomorrow is one of my favorite, uh, movies that have to deal with time and resetting. Sure. Um, if you can tap into that and. I mean, the casting has to be phenomenal. Uh, I think you can have a great movie, but I, I think that's the most coherent story to me. Like yeah, of I all mean, of them. coherent and also I would I would argue largest. Ocarina of Time is one of the most famous games of all time. Mm -hmm. um, so naturally, you know, I think that would make sense as well. And remember when, you know, these studios are planning these movies, they're not just planning for one, they're planning for sequels too. And so it would make sense that if you're going to start a story, you start with Young Link, right? Or you yeah. at least have a part of it that yeah. goes into that. And then, you know... Uh, if you wanted to expand on the story towards the end of it, then you can save that for the sequels. Because I, I did kind of list out a couple that I think are possible. I agree with you. I think that the Hero of Time story is what they'll go with. Yeah. Um, you also have, you know, what's hot right now, Breath of the Wild style. That's probably the... Breath of the Wild Breath style. of the Wild style. Um, <laughs> that's probably, you know, your second best bet, you know, talk about some amnesia and all that stuff, and Link's been gone, and you try and fill in some gaps. And then three other choices, but I don't think there'll be. You could do darker theme like Twilight Princess, lighter themed like Wind Waker, or like a beginning of the entire story like Skyward Sword, but I don't think we'll get any of that. Um, but I'm glad you asked about the cast, Nick. So I, I went through and I kind of both both <laughs> my from my brain as well as what the people are saying on the internet. And I'm just going to read off some names and I just kind of want to hear you say if that's a it's a good idea or a bad idea. Okay. 
So, we're, so gonna, we're just saying Link in general. Not right now, Zelda. We're going to go start with Zelda. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. I got Zelda, Ganondorf, and Link. I'm, okay. I okay. might not know every actor you, you e, say here. Well, you don't have to even give me a thumbs up if you don't want to. So first name that popped in my head, um, Anya Taylor-Joy. I know she's already Peach, but like it's an <laughs> obvious thing. Do you think that she has a chance? Yeah. Yeah, of course she has a chance. I think yeah, she's very successful. She she fits the part like visually. Like I don't think it would take much you know, prosthetics and makeup to look like uh, mm-hmm. Zelda. Uh, yeah, that would be an obvious choice. Again, yeah, if they want to tap into her again. Yeah, that's the only. This. That's the biggest thing is you know it'd be weird. Um, and she did do the what's that Viking movie? The Northman. The Northman, yeah. Which I which is so she's done fantasy movies before. Oh yeah, she's yeah she's a very she's one of those like weirdly good actresses like yeah kind of like Margot Robbie where you you think she's just a pretty face and you go oh my shit oh you could act it's yeah awesome. and it, it, so again and and I think if they were gonna go the younger route I think she's one of the I, I don't remember how old she is she's probably not she's old, a little older. I that, but I think like she could she could portray a younger uh, uh, Princess Zelda yeah um, so yeah she All might right. work another one Florence Pugh uh, <laughs> yeah, she's a girl love Florence Pugh uh, from the Marvel MCU. Uh, she's wonderful. Uh, too old. Too old? And needs to be Abby anyway. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I don't know how to say her name, but Saori's Ronin from she Lady Bird. She's the girl who plays Lady oh. Bird. She's kind of a, a younger, really yeah. well-accomplished actress. I could see her maybe. Yeah, that's a good choice. Maybe getting a choice. shot. And then here's one that I I, I thought <laughs> I thought of and I initially go, that's fucking dumb. But it kind of, I could see it maybe. What about Taylor Swift? <laughs> No, no, no. You don't think no. so? You don't think that it's like you're gonna get all the Swifties immediately into the into the seats? <laughs> uh, be such a, they, I was like, oh man, I don't know if they if could they do were that. crazy enough to make this like a musical. And Travis and mu- Kelsey as Link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they were crazy enough to make this a musical, oh even then, I still don't think so. I yeah. mean, music is intrinsic to Zelda, so like, I wouldn't say a musical is out of left field, but it would be very weird. Yeah. I just, I, I just had a, I was like, yeah, no. I mean, she looks like it. Whatever. She's the hottest thing in the world right now, but. Um, and then there's a, I want everybody to go out and look at, there's a, one that I saw, uh, her name is Hunter Schaefer. Uh, this is more of a low profile actress, but I've never seen a more spitting image of the, of Zelda. <laughs> so, and she's from Euphoria and things like that. But okay. Those are kind of some of the Zelda, Zelda choices. Now for Link, I think I'm just going to throw it out there. Tom Holland, everybody's fucking, you know, Tom Holland. He's like the boy. Um, so he's a possibility as always, but I feel like he's too recognizable at this point. He's too much into Spider-Man. He's too much. You know he's on. Untru- he's already Nathan Drake. You yeah, know, do you really need to get him more involved? Um, Timothy Chalamet is another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Kind of feel the same way. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be very excited. That. Now, and here's a here's a, a one that I think makes a lot of sense. A, anybody who's familiar with Game of Thrones will know this guy, but he was a smaller character, and I can't even remember his name. But he was one of the brothers and sisters that was walking around with with Bran mm-hmm. in the North. His name is Thomas Brody Sangster. What has he done other than that, though? He's done the Maze Runner movies. Oh, <laughs> from with the, oh with the, yes, with yes, the yes, same director yeah. guy. So I'm like, well, and he looks just like Zink, Zink Link. Um, <laughs> so I think he might be able to be a, a shot. But and then for Ganondorf, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I picture a, a you know an intimidating, deep voiced man, uh, Javier Bardem. Idris Elba, Mark Strong, and Charles Dance were four <laughs> names that car- came to mind. Charles Dance from Game of Thrones. Mark Strong is the deep-voiced, always bad guy-looking dude. He's from Kingsman. Yeah. Idris and Javier, I don't think need any introductions, but I don't know. There's a lot. There's going to be a lot to discuss, uh, a lot to you know, kind of read forms and things like that, because 
one thing's for sure, this movie could be great and it's still going to make a lot of people mad. Yeah. Um, but and it and let's be honest, it's very very early on. I think this. Oh, was for sure. Like, I mean, it was on an earnings report uh, for Nintendo, and then Miyamoto took to Twitter uh, using Nintendo's official Twitter account to kind of explain a little bit more about it. But you know, other than those names, uh, we really don't have much. But you know, now's the time. Like like you mentioned, like they're making Avatar into a live action show. They're making mm-hmm. One Piece into a live action show, which I would argue are much harder properties to adapt. You know, Link is just like high fantasy. We've had high fantasy before, so I think it's it's time for a Legend of Zelda movie. I like, like give it a shot. Yeah, like give a lot a of people send them in. It, like, it's gonna I, make animated money. probably would have been more exciting, but I don't know. This could be exciting too. You know, it's this, yeah, and just Link talking, please. Yeah, I mean, I think Hyrule is gonna look gorgeous. I have no problems with that. I am I am curious how they write Link. Do they write him as? you know, kind of more just, like, confident and stoic? Do they write him as silly and goofy? Do they write him as a fucking dummy? I, who knows? Uh, but I don't know how you write probably, him. Probably a little bit of both. A little all of it? A little bit of both. Because, again, in the hero of time story, is so bizarre because you're Kid Link, and then you become Adult Link. But is it an Adult Link with all the memories of Kid Link, and he's an adult? Or is a Kid Link in, body, in, in the body of Adult Link? Because he never talks. I don't really know what the, <laughs> what the story is there. <laughs> Only he knows. <laughs> Only so, he knows. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's it's going to be wonderful. And the music, of course, will be, music can be, awesome, be yeah. something else. You know, At least at least you know it's going to have one of the best soundtracks ever. Um, so I think there's a lot of good things going for it. And the, and the art direction's there. Yeah, it's just it'll come down to casting and a, just a good story, you know. Which I think, you know, the Super Mario Brothers movie, the worst part of it was the writing, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the, the overall plot. And it plot made $1.4 billion. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think live action, you're, you can't slide as much as an animated movie that a bunch and of kids ki- and are kids, Yeah, and kids aren't yeah. as into into that, uh, yeah. into, into Link. But um, all right, final question, Nick. What is Nintendo's next movie property? What are they going to next? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I, I can They're all up for grabs. I would say... Donkey Kong getting his own movie is probably the most likely next candidate since he's already been introduced mm-hmm. in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Kirby would be great for another animated movie. Um, you know, one weirdly I think would be dope, and I don't even know anything about it. Star Fox. I feel like Star Fox. Yeah, could, Star, Star Fox, Fox would, would be cool. great too. They already got um, a cast of characters. Make it space. It's a little different. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. That, yeah. Star Fox would be great too. Yeah, I think any of those three would be would be key for. But not, like. It's all on the table. Like we saw this when we were talking about. Oh, the they're Last all gonna of get them. They're all getting them. Yeah, that the we saw this with the Last of Us when Craig Mazin was talking about Sony's just offering directors and producers IPs and going, "What do you want to do? What do you want to work with?" Yep. And same here with Nintendo. It's all gonna be out there. Like it's, you know, it's funny that it was Microsoft that kind of wanted the big push into TV first, and you know we did get the Halo TV show, but <laughs> been kind of quiet since then. And then it's because they don't have like the IP. Nintendo, <laughs> true <laughs> that nintendo and sony are just you know it's it's all out there so yep. i'm excited to see more and yeah this is one of the like i said one of those announcements you never thought you'd hear but here we are mm-hmm. <laughs> hey nintendo give me a rated r metroid movie you cowards <laughs> all right yeah all right the big news of the day yeah so the game awards are coming december 7th They'll be here, and as you listened on episode 26, where we gave our live reaction to immediately after it, we really like the Game Awards. I personally have always loved the Game Awards. Uh, it's around my birthday, 
And it's always been just, you know, obviously it comes through in the podcast. John and I love video games. So why not <laughs> a celebration of video games where the video games we love get recognized, as we saw with Christopher Judge and God of War and Elden Ring winning Game of the Year last year. 12-minute speech. Yep. And, and as well as getting all the cool announcements, as we saw with Hades 2, uh, Judas, uh, Death Stranding, and other mm -hmm. games like that mm -hmm. is like it's just like a it's just a culmination of everything. And then you apply like a live orchestra, the voice actors. It's just like just the love fest for video games. So obviously, me and John are all about it. But today, uh, as we're recording, uh, November thirteenth, the nominees for the Game Awards are released. And just like last year, we're not going to go through all thirty different categories. We handpicked six of them to talk about and to kind of get our predictions. So the first one I wanted to start out with is Best Adaptation. And this is, again, a video game that is turned into a media property. And the nominees are Castlevania Nocturne, the animated series on Netflix, the Gran Turismo movie, which John and I haven't seen yet. Nope. <laughs> the Last of Us TV show, in which, that one. which you know we've, we've seen that, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal. Uh, most of these categories are six nominees, but a few of them are five. Mm. So I think we can get through this one really quick. <laughs> I mean, I, I, in my opinion, this should be the most open and shut award in the show. Um, Last of Us obviously being being the winner yeah. here. But I could see um, I could see Castlevania Nocturne having a little bit of a you know a little bit of a push just based mm, on based chance. on relevancy, like in terms of it, it came out recently. Uh, got a lot of lot of you know positive reviews, but I maybe you know Mario would probably honestly be the actual second place one just based on um, the you know people vote for these as well as critics. So you might get uh, being a popularity contest and Mario comes out on top. It's it's possible. Nick, I'll brace try. yourself for it now. I'll try. Um, but you know by all accounts in terms of quality and adaptation and getting the feeling of the property to come across in a different medium, yeah, it's Last of Us 100. percent You can't all compete right. with HBO. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that should be the winner, and obviously my prediction as well. Uh, we'll move on to most anticipated. So this is a game that is announced. Jeff Keighley was very poignant about saying that because you can't say Grand Theft Auto 6 because technically it's not announced. Right. <laughs> so for most anticipated, so this is a game coming out next year. They have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Tekken 8, and Star Wars Outlaws. Hmm. This is this is kind of a tough one, but I think that the the winner is obvious. But it, yeah, it's Hades too, because everybody else is yeah, because people understand good quality games. Oh, okay, you, okay. Yeah. So if I if you're gonna play actual money, yeah. you're gonna play a hundred bucks. No, of course not. You know, no, <laughs> it's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, of yes. course. Yes, it is. But it should be Hades too. Yes, it's John's number one, of course. But mm. that's an interesting list. A lot of those games are coming out in the like the first three months first two months for you know like a dragon infinite wealth and tekken 8 will be out in january and then rebirth and in february and then the rest you know who knows yeah kind of no paints the year doesn't it yeah yeah a lot of unknowns which is why the game awards is kind of hyped this year yeah. um but yep i'm with you rebirth is the winner there and then we'll move on to best indie we have cocoon from geometric interactive dave the diver from mint rocket Dredge from Black Salt Games, Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studios, and Viewfinder for Saw Old Studios. Now, John and I obviously have not played all of these games, but a lot of these games are sitting in the kind of the same area as far as open critic reviews, all that mm -hmm. upper 80s 
But uh, what do you think? This this is this is a tough one. I think Sea of Stars gets it pretty easily. Again, just based on the user vote. Um, by far the biggest played, I think the most played game on that list. Yeah, the most accessible, um, both on Xbox Game yep, Pass. It's and everywhere. Plus Extra. It, it was the only game out of that list, I think, that was a gen like, like a genuine conversation uh, yep. about it. And there's a lot of people even saying that it was should should have been possibly been nominated for Game of the Year, which sorry spoilers is not. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I think I think Sea of Stars takes it. <laughs> Although yeah. Dave the Divers, as I said last week, is fucking awesome. Yeah, Dave the Diver is technically the best reviewed game here. So yeah. you know anything's up, but I, I agree with you. Sea of Stars, uh, more people have played it, and it's just know. the spot to recognize it. It's, you yeah. know, like Dave the Diver again is great, but I don't think there's just something about it doesn't feel like it needs to be recognized. Sea of Stars feels like it needs to be recognized. It with the long built up Kickstarter campaign and the anticipation for it and all that good stuff all combined together. I think it just they give it to it to give it a little shine. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think Sea Stars is for sure the the winner there. We'll move on to best score and music. We didn't cover this last year, but you know, John and I love good video game scores, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, the nominees are Alan Wake Two by Petri Alanko, Baldur's Gate Three by Borislav Slavov, Final Fantasy Sixteen by Masayoshi Sokin, Hi-Fi Rush from Shuichi Kobori, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom from Nintendo Sound Team. This is going to be hard. It is. <laughs> you know, it, and, uh, and immediately I'm like, oh, Final Fantasy 16. Like, that's my, that's what I immediately go to. The Soken system is fucking awesome. I talked about how much the music and those boss fights impacted it. But I just started playing Tears of the Kingdom, and man, that music is really <laughs> good. Um, and that's not to discount Hi-Fi Rush, which is a game based around music. Right. Um, so... Are we, we're predicting, right? Yeah, go okay. ahead. I'm going to say Final Fantasy 16 takes it, but it's not, I'm not very confident in that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think if you're looking at these, it probably is Final Fantasy 16 and Legend of Zelda. Um, I think Legend of Zelda will probably win more awards mm-hmm. in other categories, so maybe this is the spot Final Fantasy 16 gets recognized. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I this is tough. But I'm with you. Final Fantasy 16 is the best one in that list, in my opinion. Yeah, so. release the soundtrack, you cowards. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? exactly. I don't want the same five songs yeah. on, Sp- on Spotify anymore. It came out <laughs> five months ago. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have best performance. We have Ben Starr as Clive Rossfield from Final Fantasy 16. We have Cameron Monaghan as Cal Kestis from Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We have Idris Elba as Solomon Reed in Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Melanie LeBird as Saga Anderson in Alan Wake 2. Neil Newbin as Asterian in Baldur's Gate 3. And our boy Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2. Again, another category that is almost impossible to predict. Mm. Um, the Golden Joystick Awards occurred over the weekend. That's a fan-voted thing which ben star and neil newbin won so uh hard to say here <laughs> it is hard to say um i'm gonna i'm gonna honestly put my money on idris elba yeah based on notoriety recognition yeah. um again ha- i i don't know the breakdown but i think it's half half in terms of the weightedness of the votes so I, you know, I remember when like Mads Mads Mikkelsen won for Death Stranding. I just feel like these oh, these, yeah. these type of people, these people, these celebrities, uh, you know, they they just have a little bit more um, 
more going for them. You know, I I, I personally think Ben Starr was probably the best of the year, followed by Yuri, but um, Idris is, is always great. And so I, I'm sure he was great. And I will not count out Baldur's Gate 3. Like, yeah, that's the that other one, one too. Of, one of the biggest know. games of the year. Mm-hmm. And that guy's gotten a lot of recognition all yep. year. Yep. Is he so. the white-haired guy? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Vampire. Yep. Um, yeah. I. There's not someone. Any of these people could win, and I'd be I'd be very happy. Yeah, they all put, they all deserve it. You gotta put your slap it down on the table, Nick. <laughs> Who is it? It's gonna be Neil for Baldur's Gate three. I just have a feeling that <laughs> that game's popularity. Yeah, um, it's gonna sweep these awards. Yeah. All right, so that gets us to game of the year. Now, John and I both predicted our six. Did we predict correctly? No. <laughs> five out of six ain't bad. As Meatloaf would say, five spoilers, out of six ain't John, bad. Spoilers. So we yeah, did but which, get but which one? We did get Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake 2, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, you know, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. No. I you know, I biggest thing obviously being a remake, you know, I don't think people knew how voters would would treat that and with the amazingness of this year, thought that Final Fantasy 16 would have snuck in there, um, you know, as we talked about on the show before, you know, I feel like you could have put 15 different games in that list right. and it would have been fine. Yep. Um, Resident Evil 2 remake was also nominated for game of the year. So, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. And, um, you know, but I think just some of the big takeaways is just how well Alan Wake 2 did in these awards. Yeah. How but, well. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure you'll get. Yeah, that. we can get to the we can get to the breakdown there. So we're we're good with those six. Like I think you said, like Resident Evil Four was your number seven. Yeah. Like, I think that was your initial. So you're you were correct on that. But uh, yeah, if you wanted to break down about how many nominations, again, there were thirty total uh, categories, and we just covered six. But Alan Wake Two and Baldur's Gate lead with eight nominations each. Crazy. Spider-Man Two with seven. Tears of the Kingdom, Super Mario Brothers, Wonder, Hi-Fi Rush at five. Final Fantasy 16 and Cyberpunk 2077 at four, Resident Evil 4 and Street Fighter 6 at three, Star Wars Jedi Survivor and Liza P at two each, and the other big releases, Starfield and Armored Core 6, each only got one nomination. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, lots of of take away there. Starfield, (laughs) um, you know, it, it hurts, you know, when... As we talked about, thinking that this is the biggest pop that Microsoft might have for the entire generation, and just to get one RPG nomination feels kind of bad. I'm sure it yeah. does. I'm sure Todd Howard is not happy uh, right now. But yeah, best best narration is one of the categories. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, this is this is this is not great. But I, but the caveat is like we said about Starfield is it released between Baldur's Gate three and Cyberpunk: Phantom Liberty, Cyberpunk 2.0, that. You know, again, any other year, it would have been one of them. It would have had more nominations. But I think when you have two RPGs, uh, one genre-defining in mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3, and then uh, Phantom Liberty and Cyberpunk 2.0 doing everything Starfield is doing, but better right? Uh, as far as storytelling, animation, as, as we've talked about, you know. It's ex- it's exactly what The Witcher Three did to Fallout Four. You know, I, I Bethesda's or Dragon Age Inquisition. That's 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 the what it did to Dragon Age Inquisition for me is Witcher Three just blew it out of the water. Oh yeah, like, that game's trash compared to Witcher Three. Oh absolutely, <laughs> Dude, but so is Fallout. I mean, I think Fallout came out a couple months after. Uh, Witcher 3 and it's just like dude you guys got outclassed you got lapped 
You know, right. you, you've developed this in a vacuum and you didn't realize what everybody else was doing out here. And, you know, we've kind of looked past you a little bit. And as we've said on the very first episode of the show, this was everything we were worried about with Starfield kind of came true. And it kind of shows here. It's like Bethesda with whatever their next game is, if it's Elder Scrolls 6 or Fallout 5, whatever they whatever they're doing, like the whole engine needs to be redone. To. The whole it has they have to be are they gonna just again, they're gonna be even further behind. They cannot Or they just don't care and they're like, We made fucking millions anyway. I mean maybe, you know, if, true, if, if you're just in the game of making money. True. Elder Scrolls Six is gonna be doesn't that's matter. True. You know, that's it doesn't true. matter. But <laughs> that's true. But I think I think just feels bad. The critical eye is more on Bethesda more than ever, and mm-hmm. I think you, Starfield will be their pass. And then going forward, it they they better bring it. They better be the studio that we know they are for. <coughs> and most likely, Todd Howard won't be there anyway. True. So, you know, whoever takes it over, I get some new blood in there. Hopefully, that'll change things. But yeah, mm-hmm. Bethesda has got got their. Yeah, you know they're gonna launch Elder Scrolls Six against Witcher Four or whatever mm-hmm. other games are gonna be out then, and good luck. Breath of the Wild Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, big takeaways. Obviously, Starfield. Um, I think Zelda kind of not being at the top of top of the nominations list is a little surprising. Um, you know, just uh, I, yeah. with how dominant Breath of the Wild was, but um, you know, Alan Wake getting eight is awesome. Congrats to Remedy. Yeah, I think, um, I think their release timing helped a lot. It did, it did, <laughs> and and they and they fucking killed it. You know, they 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 released a, a really really solid game. But now I think I think what we're gonna find out is that Baldur's Gate three is gonna in fact curb stomp everybody. Uh, they will. Yeah. Uh, that that was the. The true sense of what the game of the year is, not only the best game, but also just like what game, when you think back on this year, like just when, what is the game you think of? And I don't think anybody thinks of Tears of the Kingdom anymore, really. It's, it's you, you look back at the year and you think Baldur's Gate 3 that, like you said, it was genre defying, uh, defining for what it was. The review score is out of this world. Um, and it, 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 and it just deserves all the shit, it, the awards it's going to get, yeah. I'm sure. Well, Even though yeah. I played it. Don't ever count Nintendo out. But, uh, Don't, yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I, I would be, I'd be, I'd be disappointed. Like Breath of the Wild has already been recognized as game of the year. It is really <laughs> yeah. Larian's time to shine. Um, they did something never thought possible, you know, with a game with how many, how intricate the story is and what you could do with it, um, and what's possible. Um, not that that's kind of Tears of the Kingdom's mo with all the stuff you can do yeah, in that yeah, game. Dude, but I mean, I'm as I said, I'm just jumping back into it. Like, God, this game really is just a, <laughs> it's just a wonder in terms of physics. Yeah, yeah. Save that for another time. So, so yeah, we'll see again December seventh. You know, we'll we'll find out who wins and um, see if we're right. But uh, let's get away from the nominees because again, as I mentioned, the Game Awards is also about its announcements. And it's world premieres that world premiere. that they love to talk about. So let's let's get into that. Let's kind of again put our prediction hats on. You know, I, famously, you know, I last year John said Microsoft had to have a big presence, and they didn't. They didn't show up at all. Man, you, should, you better not say the same thing this year. <laughs> yeah, no, they 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 need to bring it. So let's let's cover it. Um, first thing I wanted to talk about as far as game award predictions is. Uh, the first few months of 2024 are stacked. Uh, there's a lot of games. I have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Alone in the Dark, Tekken 8, Helldivers 2, Princess Peach, Showtime. Do any of these games show up? 
Now, Final Fantasy VII has been at Keeley events. Suicide yep. Squad was at the Game Awards last year. Is there any chance that any of these games get a presence here? Yeah, I think probably multiple games, honestly. I yep. mean, um, you know, the history of these shows are rife with uh, people getting their wildest expectations and then kind of being let down a little bit because a lot of these trailers, I think, will be existing properties. And just like, I think we'll get the final trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I think I think that would probably be there. It's just, you know, you're going to get one more. Makes sense time-wise. Time you're never going to have more eyeballs on you. Um, so I could, I could see definitely like a Final Fantasy VII. Um, I could definitely see another Suicide Suicide Squad. They need to show us if they've revamped, what they've revamped, or are they revamping anything? I don't think people are going to give a fuck if they're like, "Hey guys, we're doing a direct presentation about Suicide Squad." Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, so you got to kind of maybe show off there. But um, yeah, I think I think we'll get two, maybe even three of those. I could I could see all of them there. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's it's you know all these games have a very likely chance to show up there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's move on to our bread and butter. Let's go with PlayStation first. John, what do you have as far as PlayStation predictions? And let's see if we can get some boondoggles going here. So I still don't think Sony really likes to be at these shows. I think they like to beat at their own drum, but they need to it talk. Was just Burning Shores last year was yep. like the only big announcement from Sony. Yeah, um, so... I don't think they're going to have a big presence, but I think they might have a pop. Um, there's been rumors the past couple days that Wolverine is, in fact, listed as a 2024 <laughs> game, which blows my mind. Um, we need to see it. Does Sony save that for just some big, you know, we're going to blow it out for the first time? Or did they say, hey, you know, people know it exists. We need to get out in front of next year, show something, get people excited for PlayStation. Christmas is around the corner. We need to, we need to, you know, have a reason to keep going. I just can't believe it's Insomniac again. Um, I don't think it is. I, I don't, I don't buy that rumor one bit. And I think it's too early to talk about your next Marvel game. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Spider Man is just barely off the shelves. I just, I just, they don't have anything else said, and I don't think they're going to show off a brand new. IP or a new property at the Game Awards. I think they save all that kind of stuff for them, for their own shows. So what you know, what else do you have? You could, yeah, Hell Divers too. Like I, I bet Hell Divers two probably will be there. Um, but if Sony is going to show up, they don't really have a whole lot they can pull from, unless if they just you know surprise us all and show something brand new. But you know, you could show Uncharted. You could show. You know, you might be able to show that, or if Factions somehow has some sort of re re revitalization type thing. So. Okay. So that what I you think so the Uncharted game is one of mine. Like I think again, they teased it earlier this year, back in January. What, like what's happening there, and what is going on with Sony Ben? For love of God, what is their next game? Mm-hmm. But you did mention factions. Is it time for a Last of Us Part Two PS5 edition with a multiplayer mode tacked onto it? Uh, if they've course corrected and decided that they're going to put factions into a non-live service type setup, then mm-hmm. perhaps that's, that's the only Because I, I, th- I did think of that, too. I thought of is now is the time for The Last of Us 2, but I think you partner that up with whatever factions is. Bec- Let me take a step back. So fa- <laughs> factions. Factions is so interesting because... You know, the the project seemingly got put on ice because Bungie went in and said it doesn't, it's not sticky enough, right? Like, it's not going to be able to retain players. 
But, so we're told. But there's no fucking way that what Naughty Dog has made is bad. Like, it's right. it's going to be a solid game. So, what does Sony do? Did Sony take the WB David Saslov approach and just throw it away to get a tax write-off? I don't think so. I think they figure out a way to to let their, you know, yeah, A-team show off what they've done. So, it would make sense if they say, we're going to tone it back, kind of go back into just partner it up with Last of Us Part Two, and here you go. 70 bucks. 70 bucks. Um that's possible. I, I I do I do just I think the one thing I I feel pretty confident is that Sony doesn't like to show off new things. So I don't think you'll see Sony Ben there. I don't think you you get to see that type of stuff. Okay. But maybe. Well, one guarantee, and it's not technically PlayStation, that Death Stranding Two will be there. So yes, that is so. the most <laughs> slam dunk possible thing. To but say. I'll, I'm going to loop them in with PlayStation because you know it's been a PlayStation exclusive franchise. So. Um, so that that is definitely yeah. happening. Um, Does Kojima show up and? <laughs> yeah, Kojima and maybe uh, either an actor from it is definitely going to be there and on stage. Elle Fanning. Yeah, probably. Probably her. Yeah, because we have not seen her in the game yet. Yeah. So I could, and it'll be confusing as fuck. I can guarantee yeah, you that. Of yeah. So the only other thing that I have is you know these rumors of this God of War half step, you know, have been showing up. This this would be a good time to announce it. That is probably the game that I think I could see Sony being okay with enough to show there. Yeah. Um being that it's a it's a half step. Uh it's not, you know, we don't know anything about it. It might not even be exist, but if it does, I would think it's an Atreus game. Right. It's going to inherently get people a little less excited, but there's going to be the the uber nerds like us that right. that, that, that can't wait. So. I think it all depends on like um release dates for a lot of this i think if one of these games is planned on being out in the next six months at in 2024 like the first half of 2024 mm-hmm. and they're then they're comfortable putting a release date on it sure but if they're not comfortable with that then it will not show up at all and then i i, I said that was my last thing but i forgot another one mm-hmm. where the fuck is psvr2 <laughs> are we gonna get any <laughs> game involving PSVR2? no i don't dude i First off, I'm very happy I didn't buy one of those. <laughs> but I just I just don't understand. I don't understand the the half measures to to that product. Not one big fall game. Not one big what? fall. They don't even talk about it, man. Like right. Synapse cool, I guess, but like I've like we have we have a guy that we work with who owns one. Uh, I listen to I have a, a friend of the show Will has one. Um you know, and I I know he's found enjoyment in it, but you know, it's just not not enough. Yeah, it's definitely a topic for 2024 is how Sony writes this ship and the, the or obvi- when do they kill it? Yeah, yeah. The 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 answer is games. You know, they that. need games. So maybe PSVR two will get at least one game. It might not be a big game, but I I imagine at least one mate one title. Yeah, I you know this it's an, it's kind of annoying to still talk about because I've been talking about it since this thing was announced. But like I feel like there's one way to get people like to just write the ship and it's Half-Life Alex, like, right. or, or you go, yeah, you're like, Hey, we made an uncharted game that is it's like, what? Like it's fully right. playable. It can't be a horizon climber climbing simulator again. It just, right. you can't do that. Um, right. and it's just so weird. I see these release, these games that do get announced for VR two and it's still, the graphics still look that childish looking 
straight edges, bright mm-hmm. colors look to it that I was hoping this this was going to start moving us away from. But right. I don't know. Maybe the tech is just harder and slower to develop them than traditional gaming. And, I don't know. And well, and who wants to invest in a yeah, it's a, a game that's only going to sell X amount of copies? How many people have a PlayStation Five and a PSVR Two on and, top of it? I know it's making Valve making a thousand dollar machine that they lock to one. Like it's just it's <laughs> to lock that game to it's just bananas. Talk about fuck you money. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting from the Sony side of things if they have anything at all. But I'm sure we'll see at least a game. Yeah, they'll have a small presence. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Nintendo. As we've talked about before, we do not believe the Nintendo Switch 2, uh, much to John's prediction at the beginning of the year, will be announced this year and the Game Awards will not have it at all. So I kind of have, again, for Nintendo, who also had a muted presence last year uh, at the Game Awards, are going to be very light right now, oh. and it's going to be uh, if Princess Peach Showtime is probably one that can very likely be there. But yeah. you're probably going to get some DLC announcements. Yeah, uh, I know Splatoon. we have some Plat- we have Splatoon three DLC on the way that hasn't come out yet, but also you know Super Mario Brothers Wonder and Tears of the well no they said no DLC for Tears of the Kingdom didn't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. So probably yeah Splatoon three Super Mario Brothers Wonder and Princess Peach Showtime are your most likely candidates, and then it's mums the word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other thing that's announced, uh, what you got Metroid Prime Four, of course, um, and just re- HD remakes. Yeah, yeah, an HD remake. So, so, yeah, I agree. I, I have quiet from Nintendo as well. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of companies that can beat at their own drums, so yeah, they, they, don't, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah. let they're gonna let Mario Wonder carry them. Yep. For, for a bit. Yeah, Nintendo Nintendo Switch Two is until they until they announce it. Don't expect anything big from Nintendo. Um, that moves us on to Xbox. As we mentioned, we're absent at, from from the Game Awards last year entirely. Not a single game announcement, nothing. Uh, they, a month later, they did go and announce Hi-Fi Rush and all that stuff. They did their kind of like you know little direct uh, Xbox Direct. But uh, what do we got from Microsoft? What do we got? Yeah, I mean, so much I would think, you know, <laughs> and that's that's what that's what's so confusing about this. You know, um, um, I believe it was Matt Booty came out and said a couple days ago that they're finally kind of have their their cards lined up to have four major AAA releases a year which I, I'll believe it when I see it when when those guys talk yeah. but you know I we need a date for Hellblade we need probably a new trailer and a window for Avowed we need some more information about Fable. I mean, there's there's so many things right. out there that I, I you know, I could, I could perfect dark Indiana Jones, uh, contraband. Like I'm, but yep. there's got to be something. And so, I, I feel I'm feeling I'm feeling Hellblade there, and I'm feeling Avowed there. That's okay. those are those are my two um, that I think that I think we'll see. I think Hellblade um, is going to get hit with a date and Avowed with a, win- a date window. You know, yeah, something like that. I think I think very similar to PlayStation is. How close are these games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? well, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's going to determine everything. As you could see um, with the um, most, yeah, most excited, uh, anticipated game, right? Yeah, no, everything is in the first couple of months. Nobody anymore. I've been saying this for a while. Nobody wants to announce games for uh, far on the past. I think Cyberpunk killed that for everybody. Right. So yeah. Yeah, and but uh, you know, Sony, you know, has that second party output with with Final Fantasy Rebirth and Helldivers Two, like earlier next year. Sony's kind of got that Q1 kind of locked in as far as yeah. big titles only on our platform, yeah. um, console platform. Uh, but Xbox doesn't have that and and needs it. So it's it's I'm curious, yeah, as to which game 
like, boy, yeah, an early release date for Hellblade would be great, like a January, February, March yeah. uh, release date for that game. So it kind of gets, you know, it's not going to, it's not, it's triple A, I'll put in quotes, because it's kind of, you know, Ninja Theory uh, doesn't do really big games, but from that demo we saw a couple of years ago, oh, it cool. looked really big. Um, so may hopefully that game is ready to go and can, and Xbox can put a little bit of, you know, marketing on this one and it can find a, a release window where it can get some eyes on it because mm-hmm. it looks interesting. Yeah, I, I really like the first one. I mean, you know, it uh, was one of the more unique experience ever. I'm mo- My biggest question with the sequel is like, do they try to get a little bit more fleshed out with the combat? Because, you know, it was, it was a very much, I would almost argue it was more walking simulator than anything. You know, yeah. it was about the headphones and the voices in your head and the, all that stuff was amazingly well done. But the combat was one of the most basic combat systems I've ever seen. So if you can if you can marry uh, the narrative and like mental side of that game with like a cool combat system, you got something really special. And uh, I don't know if they can do it, uh, but you know I'll be I'll be curious. That that'll be one that I'll be curious to check out on Game Pass. I think when it comes. Yeah, yeah. So the only other note I really have here is Starfield is it going to get some DLC? Yeah, I what. Fallout 4 got DLC, right? Yes, it had okay. several DLCs. So every every Bethesda game's gotten DLC, and these are these are games that are designed around <laughs> DLC. I mean, you, know, right. you add a couple planets, you add a couple side quests, a couple missions, some really big ship that you can go explore or something. Yep. Um, it's just it's, e- it's easy in quotes. I know right. it's not easy to develop games, but um, yeah, I think that's. And a, you get the game for free anyway with Game Pass, so then you. That's true. They've already announced there is a season pass. Oh, is there? Yeah, that was part of the pre-order bonus um, for the game, you know, because there's a lot of people that were wanting to do that play it early thing. Right. And I think a lot of people were okay with it because it was $30, but with that $30, you got the first set of DLC. So I think, I think okay. it's already confirmed. Yeah, so, well, I'd say that's pretty much a lock, that Starfield yeah. DLC will be shown off. Um, Unless if Taha was mad that they didn't get nominated. <laughs> like, no, we're not going to show you. It's very, yeah, very it's possible. Starfield but, Shattered Space is what but, it's called. Uh, all right, we'll move into the third parties. This is also a kind of a wild west as <laughs> yeah. you know, so many games are announced right now from third parties as well that really anything can show up here. Um, the only thing I got is a lock is, you know, that Elden Ring DLC. Where the fuck is that? Mm, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> now I got so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely be there. But uh yeah, well, we see more of returning games from last year that haven't gotten updates since Judas, Hades 2, you know. Is I don't think you'll see Judas. I think that one's way far off. Um, I do have here, I think we'll get a Hades 2 early access date. Um, that I think they're going to follow that same playbook that they did with the first one. It worked mm-hmm. really well for them, allowed them to release, a you know, obviously an incredible, incredibly polished game. Um, so I could see them, you know, showing off, be like, hey, early access Hades starts in the spring with a, Hopeful release date later that year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing I have is, that I think uh, would make sense is um, Star Wars Outlaws to get another glut of information, whether it's a window, a date. Um, I mean, we got a huge gameplay demo from them yeah. when it first came out, yeah. so I don't know if we need more <laughs> of that. But, you know, maybe some sort of narrative trailer, um, you know, because yeah. there, re- there really isn't much of a story as far yeah, as I understand. Yeah, we don't really know much. So maybe a story trailer with a, with a time frame I could see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Especially yes, because Avatar, you know, Avatar is going to be going to probably be there in some way because it just it's going to have just come out. And like, I right. think Keeley typically likes to show like oh, just a quick like, hey, this is. And the Game Award is paid and, by ads and yeah, they'll pay for an ad. For, so Ubisoft for an will already, already be on on the hook. So why not throw that on there? So, yeah. 
Um, I, I lost my train of thought. I had another game in my brain, and now I it's gone. Hmm. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. Um, yeah, I can't think of what, what I was going to think about. But Fable? No. No, no. <laughs> no. I, I think that game's way far off, so... Um, no, I think I think that's it. It again, it's it's gonna be crazy, whatever whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I th- I think I think we're gonna have probably a couple big pops, but I do expect. I feel like all of these Keeley th- shows typically do have trailers for existing things, and so I I hope we get a good amount of trailers for things we don't know, but I I don't know how many there will be. I don't know. It's just my gut telling me that. Where I'm, I don't know if it's just years and years of getting disappointed <laughs> with with showcases and just like trying to reverse that and you know and and then be pleasantly surprised. But I don't know. It's just you you feel it with the the way that these companies like to announce their shit now. Where it's just like yeah, until until we know a date, we're not going to show you. Right. So that inherently just lets us like have you know more trailers of things we know about. But either way, it's going to be a banger of a show. To, like Nick had said in the beginning of this whole this whole conversation. It's just, it's great to see the industry we love more than probably any other industry, the people that are involved in the industry, um, get the recognition and have a, have a night that the internet is talking about that as opposed to, you know, all the horrible things that are happening in this world or, or something that's stupid. Right. Like right. everything always is. And I remembered what it was. It was Silk Song again. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, as you're a- listening to this, uh, Nintendo Indie Direct will have already released, so maybe it showed up there. But you know, it's it's kind of the other white whale of video games. I know John is a big Hades two fan, but Silk Song is probably also up there. So yeah. if you of, a, of a, anything of else, known we, properties, yeah, it's probably number if anything two. else would get with uh, John to squeal like a little girl. Uh, Silk Song is up there. So, but. Uh, yeah, it, I think I think it'll be great. I think next year again we'll continue with a lot of big releases, um, just like this year did. And I think that because we just don't know, as we talked about in our predictions, as we talked about when we talked about the next big game from these publishers, we know nothing. Uh, you know, so you know, just Xbox, two guys Xbox, with a dream. <laughs> yeah, Xbox needs release dates. PlayStation, Nintendo need to start announcing things, and uh, we'll be all good. But you know. Again, it'll be a fun night. Uh, John and I haven't really figured out how we're going to cover it. We will very, very likely record a show about it, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do more than that, but nothing to promise here. Just know that you'll you'll hear our, our live reactions, our, our instant live reactions at some point, either the day after or that night if we're feeling really brave, but... Yeah, Nick and I just know we need to make sure we start watching it together because when they announced Hades 2 last year and I, we weren't on the phone together, I think it kind of bummed us both out. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, I've never been, you know, ever since Nick and I have really known each other, you know, we've we've missed the big moments. We didn't watch the Wolverine reveal together, We didn't, which was like a banger of a, pre, like a showcase anyway. Uh, we saw Ragnarok announced together, which was good, but yeah, it wasn't, wasn't together for Hades 2, so. Yeah, but that Ragnarok announcement was just okay. It was also, yeah, it was just a date, a date so. <laughs> so, uh. So yeah, so again, get excited. You know, Keeley will start teasing, so we'll get we'll kind of update you as we know of game of trailers that will be there. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna let's get hyped. All right, you ready to go to battle? Ready to yeah, battle? let's go to battle. Uh, we got we do have some we have some work to do here because Batman did win. He beat Donatello, thankfully. Yeah, but that's fair. Cuphead that's and fair. Richter Belmont tie, John. All right. 
people. You think you think a little two foot cup I mean, can? All right, whatever. That's fine. It's fine. So what did we we flipped a coin last time, right? What's up? We we flipped a digital virtual coin last time. Yeah, we did. We okay. did. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm live checking our email for any last minute votes. No, nope, no votes. But we did get an email. Well, we'll uh, we'll maybe read that at the end here. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. I'll just go heads. Heads is cuphead. Richter Belmont wins. Tails Damn is. It. Hey, that was my chance to tie you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but be honest, you know Richter would win that fight, so that's fair. It's it's true. I had no no <laughs> horse in that race anyway. Yeah, so. no. Well, there you go. Batman and Richter Belmont move on. Perfect. All right. Do who went first last time? Do you remember? Uh, I think I did. But I have also no idea. <laughs> uh, I think you did. I think you did. All right. So would you rather yes, do... You you so this go. this or, week we have... No, I went first. Oh, you did? Because I mentioned... Uh, I don't know. I don't... No. Listen, this is your superpower you're doing again. <laughs> Nick's superpower is to be just confident about whatever and then go, no, oh, I guess I, I was wrong. I went first, then you went first. No, because I did Batman first <laughs> last week. I did Batman first. Okay. So, yeah, so you're first this week. Okay. All right, okay. so I got, we have Link versus Mega Man and Joker from Persona 5 versus Donkey Kong. Yes. Who do I want first? Let's do Link. Okay. Let's, let's do Link. All right. I think a lot can be said about these matchups when you look at the characters, uh, villains, and how badass they are, right? And so we look at Dr. Wily from Mega Man, who's this mustachioed-looking weirdo, versus Ganondorf, who's just this <laughs> mega, huge, crazy, badass-looking guy who can change into smoke monsters and all sorts of things. Link has to take him on. So I think it's obvious that he's a stronger character. He is a master swordsman. He can employ the master sword, which is, I don't know, probably the strongest sword in existence. Uh, he has a plethora of abilities and skills and gadgets that he can employ if Mega Man is going to shoot at him with his little blaster beams because let's be honest that's what Mega Man has he's got you know different variations of guns that he can use which is cool but one word for you Nick mirror shield Link puts on that mirror shield he can shoot his mega blaster at him all day long it's not gonna matter it's just gonna come right back at him and then let's talk about how big Mega Man is four foot four he's a little metal guy but you know he still is pretty small and have you played him in Super Smash Brothers Nick he sucks he got little leaves that go around him Link's got three characters in that game he's way better All right. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to use my joke about like Green Bean Man and Boner Man and Mud Man and all these <laughs> other robot men. Uh, <laughs> Maybe if Mega Man wins. All right. Oh, all right, timer. Sabotage. All right. All right. You mentioned that Mega Man has to fight Dr. Wily. It's not just Dr. Wily. Dr. Wily is in a bunch of crazy robots. He's never fighting him just by himself. Look at the crazy final bosses of Mega Man. They're insane. Mega Man does have that Super Smash Brothers cred. He's fought every version of Link. There are three Links in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and only one Mega Man. So he's got experience against all of them. He has experience over 50 titles across multiple platforms. He's got access to power sliding. He's got access to wall jumping. He's got the mega busters. He has one of the best companions of all time, Rush, who transforms into armor, jetpack, springboard, submarine. Link has Navi. Navi is there to annoy him. Uh, 
the ability to absorb the abilities of robot masters when he defeats them is Mega Man's ace in the hole. He has currently absorbed over 86 robot masters in the main line, Mega Man 1 through 11. He is a master of combat. He has fought every boss on the planet. He will beat Link. <laughs> every boss on the planet. Uh, His planet. <laughs> Epona, not Navi. Epona. All right. Let's, let's, let's get it real. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. That's true. And then we got Joker from Persona 5 versus Donkey Kong. All right, Nick, doing my research for Joker made me realize he might be like a dark horse to win this whole thing, right? <laughs> he is a master of so many different aspects of combat, whether it's putting the ridiculous amount of buffs on him so that you can't physically attack him, you can't elementally attack him, you can't really do anything against him. He can heal himself, right, which Donkey Kong can't do. You know, he can he can just use some magic to, whoop, I got all my, my health back. He is a master of um, personas, right? You know what that is. You can summon 225 different persona abilities that are able to act independently of what he is doing so boom it's immediately a two-on-one uh not to mention the final boss that joker is has to go up against which is yaldo both which is basically a literal god uh in donkey kong his list of attacks are jumping rolling punching like it's not <laughs> necessarily the biggest gamut of things you need to defend against he's fighting beavers bees crocs anything in the animal kingdom what i will give him is that he fights a enemy of a squid that's called a squidge and i think that's hilarious that's all i got all right all right All right, you mentioned Joker has all these abilities, but it does have this weird caveat. He has to be in a mind palace or the mementos dungeon for to be able to use him. Other than that, he's just a high schooler that gets beat up. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk about Donkey Kong, who is a gorilla, he has the strength and acrobats of a gorilla against a high school student. Well, the winner, it speaks for itself. Uh, all those animals you mentioned, Donkey Kong rides them too. That's pretty wild. And again, these two characters have faced off in Smash Brothers. Every character in this match, in today's matchups, has sm faced off in Smash Brothers. So they have fought each other. He has the second largest punch after Captain Falcon in the world. In the world. <laughs> and finally, he does have access to barrel abilities and barrel weaponry, which I can't explain the, the engineering behind a barrel weapon or a barrel jetpack, but he has access to it. So sorry, Joker. <laughs> Unless you're in the Mind Palace. You're done. Good defense. <laughs> All right. Sue, be sure to vote. I think uh, Batman and Donatello only had one vote this week, right? I don't want to reveal those statistics. Okay. Well, that's we need we need your help is all we're yes. saying. So you know whether we get votes or no votes, we'll we'll figure it we'll figure it out. We'll push it forward. But it makes it a lot more fun, you know, when we get more more input. So please make sure you vote. Nick will put that Twitter feed up there for us. Yep. And then. We need to figure out next week's matchups. Yes. All yes, right. We do. You want first or second? I'll go first. All right. Du -du 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 -du. No, I already did Mega Man. Whoops. Again. Ay, ay, Ratchet. Ooh. From Ratchet and Clank. Ooh, yeah. I like that. He's got a pretty good arsenal. Like <laughs> that guy does. <laughs> he ups his arsenal. Oh, he does. And then for me, Jack, or, oh, versus Commander Shepard. <laughs> It's too bad Jack was number two. I was almost Ratchet versus Jack. Right, Commander, Commander Shepard versus Alombax. And then for his matchup number two. Kind of unfair. Shepard has experience against aliens. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> Clive Rossfield for you. Oh. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. Versus Commander Shepard. <laughs> versus 
Jin Sakai. Oh boy. Okay. Jin Sakai. Uh, two sword. Two swords. Tsushima. Yep. Two swordsmen. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. That's, those are some good ones. Those are some good ones. I like those. Cool. 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 Anytime I don't get a Nintendo character, I'm yeah, I'm all for it. So so yeah, you got Ratchet and Clive. Yeah, that's, that's two two PlayStation boys. Yeah. Is it four? Nah, three PlayStation boys and a <laughs> and a multi-plat boy. Yes. All right. Cool. We're getting down to it, man. We're sub sub. Uh, I think we're twenty eight, maybe twenty six left, something like that. Get in there. Okay. Get in there. All right. So yeah, we're go- we're gonna uh, insert a sixth thing because we got an email. Oh. Um, it comes from pal of the show Jesse. He says, "Just checking in to say your battle royale is awesome. Thank you, and I love hearing you defend your characters like your lives depend on it. I have a game recommendation for you. You briefly talked about it on the show, and I think played the demo. But it's you got any predictions? Played the demo. Yeah. Mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no idea." <laughs> We briefly mentioned it today. It's Liza P. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I never fin- I never finished the demo and wasn't sure if I was going to pick this up. I've owned and played every Soulsborne and Souls-like game, but I've never actually finished one. I always end up bouncing off of them and finding something new. But this one has clicked differently for me. Mm. I'm about 20 hours in and just over halfway. So far, it's challenging, but not as much as Elden Ring or Sekiro. But it's still satisfying just to... Finally beat the boss that I've been stuck on. The story is awesome, easy to follow, and has more story beats to it than a normal Souls game, and the characters are interesting. Much like a Souls game, you pick up notes and news articles to piece together what happened in the city of Krat. The soundtrack is awesome, too. I think I'll be seeing this game through to the end, and I'm keen to try the other Souls games out and see if I can finish them. I definitely recommend Liza P to you both if you have time. Hope you're all doing well and look forward to the next episode. Solid. Yeah, yep. I mean that speaks to me. Um, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> that's first off, awesome, Jesse. You know, thanks for writing in. Glad you're in, you're enjoying the game and kind of finding a, a new genre. That's always a good feeling. You know, find something that maybe you previously didn't like all that much. Um, no, it's great to hear. There's a there's a guy at work who's been really really enjoying it, and obviously with the the um, Soulsborne and Bloodborne kind of ties that that game has, it has been on my radar for for a little bit. So. Yeah, it's kind of like the the hidden gem of, of this year as far as AAA releases. You know, it's their, this studio's like first AAA game like this, and, and you know, it's found an audience, and people seem to really enjoy it. And you know, they announced DLC and a sequel is coming already. So it, yeah, it has, to, it has to have done pretty well for them um, across. It was on it was on Game Pass day and date, mm-hmm. and and probably sold pretty well on PC and uh, PlayStation. So. Yeah, we were talking earlier today about uh, potential Black Friday pickups, and that could that yeah, could, def- that's that, a really that could definitely be one. So, um, do you have any interest, that, or are you pretty much you know you know yourself no. well enough with your souls? No, it would yeah. it'd be very hard for me to to get into it. But uh, yeah, if you, it's I I would leave it to you to, yeah, to I, tell me that it is something. There's something about it that I would like more. But I've I've watched people play this game, and it looks more of what I. What I'm not into, typically. Yeah. Well, Jesse, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always been curious about this game, and you know, I think your letter might have might have heightened, uh, you know, my my urge to play it. So, uh, I'll be on lookout for a sale. I think, you know, definitely if if it drops to the right pr- price, that's something I want to check out. You know, any, I'm I'm happy that you finally understand the wonderfulness <laughs> of beating a boss in a Souls game. There is there is a no better feeling in video games than when you finally do, you know, beating Millennia in Elden Ring was amazing best best shit ever so um 
thanks for yeah, thanks for writing. I'll probably be looking for it here shortly when I have some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can move us into our teases for next week. <sighs> hmm. What's up, Nick? So there's about to be a character battle royale on this show between me and John. <laughs> John, can you explain? I'd win, I'd win that fight. Can Can you explain as to as to your point? We don't have to get into it, but yeah. it, it'll be coming. So let's let's tease let's tease it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I finished Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> um, no, I. for best mobile game. Yeah, I uh, I finished uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and I have some some very positive thoughts on it, but also probably more very negative thoughts on it. So I was very scared to tell Nick this early today. And in fact, I waited till the end of the day just to make sure he didn't like poison my lunch or poison my coffee or anything like that. But um, yeah, I, so I finished that game and, and definitely want to talk about, you know, what I thought about We're it. We're talking you. about it next week for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, which is which is exciting because, you know, I, it'll, it'll allow for us to have, a, I think, a pretty deep conversation on just the things you like, the things I like, the things... I don't like that you might, you know, be able to defend a little bit, but um, it's also opened up my my gaming ability to get some other things in. So uh, I got Armored Core ready to go, and I got Tears of the Kingdom that I decided I wanted to start because we're almost at the end of the year, and I feel like I should have one of those huge game of the year. If I can't get to Baldur's Gate, I should probably get that. So yeah. um, got a lot of stuff to play, talk about, and yeah, full full on uh, recap of Cyberpunk. So yeah, yeah. So uh, on my side, I did beat Gotham Knights. That is a two out of five game. We'll leave it at that. My, it's not a good Ooh, game. A review for the recap, like you didn't even, you didn't even. <laughs> no, it's not worth talking about. Yeah. I, I've talked about it on the show. Like it's, it's not a great game. Go play Spider Man Two, please. Yeah. Over that, but uh, again, it's on extra. It's on Game Pass. You want to check it out? Sure, but just know that that's that's how I feel. Um, as I mentioned, that well, as far as games I'm playing. I got to get back into Baldur's Gate 3, but I'm very intimidated because I've been away from it since late September, since the glut of games came out, and I'm in the third act, so I got to, like, relearn everything and play the toughest section of the game. I feel like so. you're Jon Snow staring up at the wall going, yeah. oh, I got to climb that? <laughs> yeah, so that that my plan is to get it done before the end of the year. I don't know when I'll specifically jump back into it, but that's kind of my my white whale that I need to get done by the time we start talking about uh, Game of the Year stuff. But uh, yeah, that Nintendo Indie Direct, they just announced it as we're recording. It'll be out by the time this podcast is out. So if anything interesting comes from that, we'll talk about that too. Sure. You know, and some indie games do include like Silk Song and Hades 2. And I, I low-key <laughs> get real excited for these Nintendo Indie games because to me, the Switch is the indie game machine. Like mm-hmm. Dave the Diver's perfect on it so right. like you know those kind of games that um you know maybe have hit pc and haven't migrated their way over to console yet yeah I, I usually usually can find one or two in a direct that it's like oh fuck yeah like let's go yeah and they must i mean they must have a, a decent amount to have a, a direct right now and in, in the yeah. middle of november so yeah uh we'll see what comes from that but yeah other than that it's you know Everyone like catch up on your backlogs, you know. That's that's yep. that's what this time is for. Yeah, my my backlog is Tears of the Kingdom, Armored Core, Super Mario Wonder, Alan Wake. <laughs> mm, I think I, I I know that sounds stupid reading Liza it out like P. that. We just Liza talked. P. Baldur's Gate three, no. but you know it's it's the the games that I feel like I need to play is feels more manageable than it usually does. With Elden Ring getting knocked out this year, Cyberpunk getting knocked out this year, it, it's 
making a little bit of progress, as as a, a dad of three can only do. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you're at least fitting in enough time to complete some of the biggest games of the year. So. Oh, and also, my slight tease, uh, I can't resist that PlayStation Portal that seems to be coming out here oh, soon. So I might, I might be picking that up, which will uh, let me play more games. So we'll see. I'll have impressions <laughs> on that, though. I don't know when. Whenever I can either convince my wife to let me buy one or I just can't resist anymore. Yeah, well, what, what is the Christmas situation? Do you guys set a budget for each other? And we don't even buy each other gifts. Oh, like, yeah, we, yeah. We just, I, you know, it, it's all about the kids. Um, sure, and, sure. And so... Three, three kids is, you know, enough. It, yes, it is. <laughs> but I, I personally, uh, I am one of those guys that have gotten into my adulthood and go, I want to just buy the things I want for myself. If we're going to get each other things, I know you definitely agree with this, but let's do experiences for our, each other. And then let me just go buy myself a portal right. for myself for Christmas. Right. And that's my gift. And right. I'm happy. You're happy. You don't have to go shop for me. Right. I get what I want. Everybody wins. Sure. Sure. Hey, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, you know, sometimes when you're close, this close to the holidays, it's like, well, if I don't want it right, if I don't need it right this second, maybe it's like, yeah, you want to buy me something? Here's a $200 <laughs> PlayStation accessory you can buy me, you know. And I got to get those dumb headphones with it, too, because they no Bluetooth on things. So dumb. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry. It's reviewing pretty well. It First review, it reviewed today. We didn't talk about it, but it is it is people for its specific use case, it is reviewing very that well. That seems to be the takeaway. It's like yep. feels great, good piece of tech, limited use case. Yeah. Know what you're getting into. Yeah. So so <laughs> and yeah, and you know, we're counting down the days to the game awards and the Grand Theft Auto Six trailer. So life's good. Life's okay. <laughs> life's okay. Yeah, can't complain. And these here United States. All right, so let's go to the song. It's my choice this week, so we're going to do some Mega Man songs. Cause, oh, you know, Mega Man's on the brain. Don't let this influence you, but if it does, I'm not complaining. Uh, this is from Mega Man X. It is the Boomer Kawanger stage. <laughs> That's his name. Don't vote Boomer for Mega Kuwanger. Man, guys. Come on. Boomer <laughs> Kawanger. He's got to fight Boomer Kawanger. Yeah. <laughs> this is by Setsuo Yama- Yamamoto. Uh, another great song. All the I had a hard time choosing between all the songs. I just looked up a picture of Boomer Kawanger. Yeah, he's like a beetle. <laughs> it looks like Boomer. Cell from uh, yeah from Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big claw on his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the robot masters in Mega Man X are all animal based, so and insect based, so uh, or fish or whatever. But yeah, they're all animals. Anyway. So that's it. Enjoy the song. We hope you enjoyed this extra special episode because there was just so much to talk about so we'll be back next week with up to six things bye guys bye.